Transcending history and the world, a tale of souls and swords, eternally retold. Hello everybody and welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZaltDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri and I am joined by Allison Aletha. Al, how are you? I'm tired, but I'm good. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. We also are joined today by Gooey Fame. Goo, what's going on? Hey, uh, not much. I'm I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, you know, just doing all right. This kind of seems to be the mood. Um, Allison, you mentioned that you were tired. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I did I did something kind of crazy yesterday. I did a 24 hour. Well. Let's be fair, I did a 21-hour <laughs> um, live stream. I played Breath of the Wild with a bunch of friends, and we tried to help, you know, educate some people on ways that they could, you know, help around with stuff that's going on in current events. Everybody is already aware of what's going on, but some people like myself kind of probably felt overwhelmed, and they weren't sure what the heck they could do or say. So I tried to help people find their voice and find the thing that they could do. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I was very proud of you. It was a very fun stream, um, but like with a with a good message. Um, there was a lot of good talk. There was a lot of good information, but there there was also a lot of fun. I think too. One of my highlights from the 24, 21 hour stream yesterday was guiding you through a shrine with your eyes closed and just using my voice as directions, which is a lot harder than it sounds because like we run on a uh, like at least a good five second Canadian Wi-Fi delay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was incredible it took 40 minutes to get through the shrine at rito village so which is just a, a puzzle it's just a wind puzzle and it took us 40 minutes <laughs> we were we were using like go north go to two o'clock go go do a u-turn <laughs> like it was it was pretty ridiculous but it was um it was a lot of fun uh, so we we have a couple things to to get to here before we get to today's show, which is all about Soul Caliber Two, and more specifically, Link inside of it. But I want to touch on something that Allison just mentioned. Um, real world events are are you know everywhere. There's no escaping them. You uh, and and there should be no escaping them. It's uh, it's pretty crazy everything going on right now. So kind of like Allison was saying, you know, we mentioned last week at the top of this show that we encouraged everybody to donate. Goo and I mentioned it on virtual theater. Uh, we, we actually just scrapped our episode and just recorded kind of a, an episode just talking as buds about the real world stuff. But uh, we, we wanted to also, you know, put our money where our mouth is at Zelda Dungeon. And uh, we've been, you know, we've been trying to think of a way where we could use our platform and our unique audience to to help the cause. So we have actually decided on something and I'm pretty excited about it. And this is going to be the first time that it's going to be announced and revealed. So here it is. Um, on June the 20th at 8 p.m. Mountain Time, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific Time, and whatever time that is Eastern, 10 p.m., uh, we're going to be having a Champions Cast live stream and this is going to be a, uh, a a charity event actually and we're going to be encouraging everybody to donate money all proceeds of this are going straight to black lives matter 100 percent of the proceeds are going to be donated so that's going to be pretty cool 
um, and we're going to do it as a live stream ranking of the Legend of Zelda games. And the way that this is going to work is we are going to start off and uh, go, you know, those like tier things that you see all the time in, in Super Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, those are fun. So I sat down the other night and I created our own custom tier list and I put every Zelda game ever into this tier list. I'm talking like remakes. I'm talking like CDI. I'm talking Tingle. <laughs> and I put them in there. So the way that this is going to work is we are going to sit down, the three of us. Scoo's going to be a little bit late to the party, but he's going to join us later. And we're going to rank these Zelda games on a tier-based system. And uh, we're only going to start off with eight. But when we hit $20 in donations, that's going to unlock three more games. And then when we hit 40 bucks in donations, that's going to unlock a couple more games and so on and so forth. And the goal is to get all, and there's actually, there's 36 Zelda games. The goal is to raise enough money to get all 36 Zelda games onto this tier. And we are going to rank them based on uh, what we think of them. And that's not all. You can actually get in on the action too. If I dunk on Twilight Princess and rank it as a crappy Zelda, if you make a donation, you can move that to whatever tier you want to move it to. And the only way to move it back is for me to match your donation and move Twilight Princess right back to the bottom, baby. So uh, I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, we were talking too, like if this does really well and we, we hit all of our donations and we got all the Zelda games in play, we might just go to another series. We might just start ranking Mario or we might just start ranking Metroid <laughs> or something like that. So I'm actually really excited about this. This is going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be a lot of work for Allison. So if you if you see her on Twitter and Discord, tip your hat to her because she is the the backbone of this. I just kind of was like, Allison, make this happen. Uh, so I'm, I'm really excited about this. This is going to be June the 20th at 8 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell your friends. Tell, uh, tell anyone, tell anyone and everyone where they can come and hang out with the Champions cast. Uh, we're going to be there. It's going to be it's gonna be a fun night. We might pop the bubbly a little bit, and we're going to raise some money for a very, very good cause. 100% of these donations are going to go towards the um, uh, this, this allocation fund, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can... We can do our small part to just help what uh, what's going on in the world and kind of help with uh, all the injustice going on. So um, that's the first big plug of the show right here. And I'm really excited for that. Uh, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I do too. I'm super excited. It's going to be a really good time. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and that's not our only live stream coming up, as a matter of fact, Allison. Tell <laughs> us about uh, Linktober's Zelda Creator Con. Well, we got a live event for next Sunday. I believe, what, it's at 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific time or 4 p.m. Central time. Or I could go off on all the times, but I'm not <laughs> going to. But it's going to be me, Andy, and actually our fearless leader, Mossies. And we're going to be talking about some Phantom Hourglass, which Andy played recently. Mossies and I really like that game, but Andy has different views. And that's uh, actually, be let me just on... say, I created a tier specifically for Phantom Hourglass oh, and Spirit God. Tracks in our <laughs> live stream. <laughs> that's fantastic. But yeah, we're going to do that also on the Zelda Dungeon Twitch channel. That's next Sunday, like I said. But it's going to be part of Linktober Creator Con, which is going to be a fantastic event next weekend. If you don't know anything about it, we can also uh, uh, 
list the link to that website on our post. Yeah, um, this is going to be awesome. This is, it, you pay one buck, you pay one dollar to get into Linktober Creator Con, and you're going to see I, there is a staggering amount of content creators that are that are in this. Uh, I was just taking a look. There's like a ton of artists that are selling like specific prints that you can buy for for pretty pretty reasonable price, pretty like a steal almost. Um, there's going to be other podcasts in there. There's going to be streams in there. There's going to be Master Sword, the metal band in there. I, I don't know what they're going to be doing. I think they're going to be jamming live or something like that. But like this is going to be really cool. This is put on by our, our friends over at Linktober. Uh, this is going down on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So uh, if you're if you're not into that or you haven't uh, thrown your buck down to, to get into that, uh, what are you waiting for? Do it now. A lot of Zelda Dungeon staff are going to be taking part in there, including um, our virtual theater pals, uh, David Wayne Nystrom and Corey Richmond. They're uh, they're doing their own thing in that. I don't even know what they're doing. Do you, Goo? No, what? We got to put a stop to this. Yeah, the two of them are doing a live stream together. I don't know what they're trying to do here, but... Oh, <laughs> Steal- interesting. Stealing our thunder. Yeah, no, they're, they're going to be running virtual theater here uh, in no time. <laughs> So yeah, so definitely make sure that you check that out. Us specifically, we are going to be live streaming next Sunday. Like Allison said, uh, we're going to be going at uh, 2 o'clock Pacific. And it's going to be a regular Champions Cast episode, but you can just watch it live. If you can't watch it live, we'll be releasing it over on uh, Podbean as usual. But uh, that'd be cool if you guys were there. Maybe, you know, if you guys uh, if you guys have any questions, we'll take them at the end of the show and uh, we'll try and answer as many as we can. So I encourage you guys to check that out and uh, th- you know give some love to, to Linktober for putting this crazy event together because it took a lot of man work, uh, let me promise you that. Um, so yeah, that's going to be next week. So we're, we are going to be all over Zelda Dungeons Twitch here in the next uh, couple weeks. And frankly, Allison, I think it's about time that we were the face of that channel, if I do say so myself. Oh, heck yeah, for sure. All right, we're so taking all, over. All of that being said, all these plugs being thrown out there, uh, let's get into the meat and potato of today's show. You know, it it feels, it does feel weird to talk video games in these times, but also, um, you know, I I do think that like, man, we we do need a break sometimes, and just like need some kind of positivity. And uh, nothing made me more positive than back in the day when I first found out that Link was going to be part of Soul Calibur 2. Goo, I know that you're a big Soul Calibur fan. You were like, if you're doing this show, you got to let me on. Yeah. Tell me, like, t- you you played a lot of Soul Calibur 2, right, back in the day? Yes. Yeah, It was, and it was because of Link being in the game, actually. I, you know, at the time, I actually had, personally, myself, one of my first consoles that I ever purchased was uh, a PlayStation 2. Um, cause my brother had a GameCube, you know? So I was like, okay, I got a little, little bit of money throw around. But then <laughs> when I saw Soul Calibur 2 was having Link and the PlayStation 2 just had Hihachi, I was like, no, I, I'm, I'm getting rid of this thing and I'm, I'm getting a GameCube. <laughs> so yeah, silly reason to, to just get a GameCube when my brother had it. But that's, that was the power of Link in this game. Um, and Allison, you you didn't really play Soul Calibur, you were telling us, right? 
Well, I mean, my family did play a lot of Soul Calibur 2. I just think we, for some I think we were just all a little bit on the younger side, and we kind of skipped over what the heck was happening with Soul Calibur 2. So we right. did have a GameCube at the time, and but for some reason we got Soul Calibur 2 for the Xbox, and we had, what was it, Spawn? That Spawn, was yeah. Yeah, so we had Spawn. <laughs> And once I learned later on that Link was part of Soul Calibur for the GameCube, I was like, um, I'm sorry, what, why were we making these decisions? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I was 10, but like, <laughs> I was like, where was my brain back then? Uh, I'm extremely jealous that people got to play with Link and I had to play with dumb Spawn. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Spawn, Spawn is at least uh, definitely a step above Hihachi. <laughs> actually he's uh he's cool and tekken is cool so i i don't i didn't mean to you know come down too hard on it but what can you do with comparing it to link you know uh, yeah um okay so i actually i want to kind of take us on a little bit of a of a journey here because i want to talk about like how this happened uh like how this partnership happened and then we'll talk about the power of the legend of zelda Goo, I want you to try and make sense of what the hell is going on in the story of Soul Calibur to me. Oh, and, no. Uh, and I want to talk about, like, all of Link's weapons and moves and stuff, because I was actually, I've been playing Soul Calibur all day, and it's actually, like, wicked. But uh, I want to start at the very beginning. I think that most people know Soul Calibur 2 strictly for Link being inside of it. When I kind of floated this in the staff break room, a lot of people were like, yeah, yeah, like, I, I love that game, because Link is in it, and didn't know anything about soul caliber and i'm gonna assume that's true of us too right like none of us have ever <laughs> did we ever play any other soul caliber before yeah. or after after yes yeah that made okay. me it may actually made because i got into the game beyond link like there's some other characters i like and so then it one retroactively made me anytime i go to an arcade and they have the original if they have the original game usually uh i'll play that and it's pretty fun and then I also, 4 and 5, I played a little bit because I had a friend who was also into it, and I ended up getting one myself because uh, those were fun because those had, like, character creators and stuff. So I, I actually did get into some of the other games. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up, too, actually, about arcades because arcades is kind of central to this whole Soul Calibur thing. Were, were, like, were Soul Calibur, um, like, 3, 4, etc. all released on arcade as well? I don't know for sure. Well, I, I assume they probably did because, um, you know, most of the modern fighting games even still get arcade releases like Injustice, right. Mortal Kombat and all those. So I assume they have. I've just never I've never seen them. Right. OK. Um, so I, I the original Soul Calibur, I remember hearing about it before they uh, they ever did a sequel to this. And I think I remember it because at the time it, when it came out in like 99 or 2000 or something like that, it was like the the sixth or seventh game ever to get like a perfect 40 from uh, Famitsu. Do you remember that? No, I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> so this game was like supposed to be absolute hype. And I'm not really like a, a fighting game guy, but I remember when they announced Soul Calibur 2, I was just like, okay, well, maybe I'll try it because the first one's supposed to be really good. But the to kind of take us to how Link gets into this game, uh, I'm going to take us on a little bit of a trip and see if you guys remember this from back in the day. Because when I was doing my research, I was like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Um, All right. <laughs> so do you guys remember back in, like, 2002 or maybe even 2001, Sega, Namco, and Nintendo 
created to uh, they created like this almost team called the Triforce, and it was to take on. It was basically to get in the arcade game, and uh, and have their properties in arcades. So like, do you remember when F Zero GX came out? There was also F Zero AX, which was an arcade game developed by Sega. I have I think no it, idea about any of this. <laughs> I, I think I've seen that somewhere. Yeah. It sounds familiar, yeah. It was uh it, it something that I never saw in the wild, but like when I was doing my research I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. That's like, you know, that totally did exist." Or um and, and Nintendo basically said uh, at a joint press conference also, "Quote, we are expanding our collaborations we're trying to utilize the game developing expertise of other companies so like this is when zelda was being developed by capcom this is when f-zero was developed by sega namco mm. made Star Fox uh assault so like there was um there was a lot of like kind of dealings in particular between sega namco and nintendo and that is pretty much how link got into soul <laughs> caliber because like like you never saw Nintendo properties yeah. anywhere outside of Nintendo at the time. Yeah, that's probably why I think the Mario Kart arcade racer game has like Pac-Man and stuff in it. So that was probably... Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, and for some extra context here as well, like fans were, were like, I remember people were losing it back in the day when they revealed uh, that Link was going to be in Soul Calibur 2. And uh, for some context, Namco revealed that Link was going to be in Soul Calibur 2 in January 2003. So this was after the Wind Waker had been announced and, you know, people were, were complaining about the cel-shaded graphics. And, like, they, it, this was also after they had had that Space World demo where Link looked, like, really badass and he was fighting Ganondorf. And, like, people were, like, super, super losing it because this Link was kind of the Space World Link and not the cartoony link which at the time like everyone was just like you know moaning and, and whining about yeah i i thought about that too while i was playing the game again like i was like oh this is kind of the the like fully realized like the ocarina of time link that people would want to see on the next gen you know mm-hmm, yeah um and this soul caliber 2 came out after the wind waker as well so it was like it was very 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 different yeah, I, I remember that almost being kind of like a, a wish fulfillment thing. Like, even more so, I don't even know if that, I would say more so, but maybe than, like, Twilight Princess, where they're like, look, we got the we got the Link you know and love back. Be- because this was, like, specifically modeled after the Ocarina of Time Link, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was yeah. cool to see him, like, you know, with better better visuals and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think that Link in Soul Calibur 2 actually looks, like, way better than Link in Twilight Princess, and also probably <laughs> better than Link in Super Smash Bros. Melee. But, like, definitely better than Link in Twilight Princess. My god, he has some color to him, he's looking good, he has all of his classic weapons. I love, like, how Link actually looks in this game. And I could, like, I think that that also added to, like, um, not the mystique, but, like, people just, like, gobbling this up because Link was inside of it. Just it because it was, like, how they wanted Link to look. So would you say he wasn't ugly? Oh, uh, no. This Link looks... <laughs> he looks fresh. He's not ugly. <laughs> Twilight Princess Link? He, he's ugly. I'm sorry. Aww. Yeah, this is a very... It's a very <laughs> fan service Link. Like, <laughs> here's, um, what, yeah. here's what you want. So, last week... 
uh, we did kind of a an AMA about Zelda, and I I said that like Loki, one of my favorite moments in the Zelda series, or the, it was the moment that made you most proud to be a Zelda fan, actually. And like the sales for Soul Calibur Two were my answer, and I want to <laughs> just like get your guys's reaction to this because I it, this is even more staggering than I thought. So by the end of two thousand and three. Uh, and this, actually, for some context, too, this is smack dab in, like, the middle of, like, the console wars between Xbox and PlayStation 2 and GameCube. They've kind of settled down nowadays, but, like, it was, like, super, super competitive back then. Do you guys remember that? Um, um again. No, yeah, not I was, really. I was kind of, well, I think I was a little bit on the younger side where I wasn't paying that much attention to that sort of thing. Well, I, Allison, was just hitting my, I think I was, like, uh... 13 14 ish so I, I was just discovering what message boards were online <laughs> so i was going and i was like gamecube is the best man xbox sucks and like you'd list off all these games that were coming to to your platform to say how much better it was or whatever mm-hmm. even games that you li- like literally had no intention of ever playing or didn't want to play so like this is like in, in smack dab in the middle of the console wars and i i knew that the that Link helped Soul Calibur sell well on the GameCube, but I actually didn't know until I did some research here how well that he did. So by the end of 2003, this game had sold about 1.3 million copies, and uh, the GameCube version had sold half a million copies. The PlayStation 2 version had sold 400,000 and 47 million copies and the uh, or, or i'm sorry 447,000 copies and the xbox version has sold 320,000 copies but what makes that actually like so impressive is that there was only 7 million gamecube sold at the time uh compared to 8 million xboxes and 22 million playstations so like link totally like bolstered this game up to <laughs> a, a ridiculous place that it never should have gotten to ever yeah, that's insane. That's like, that's definitely more than the other two for the one for the console that is selling like the least amount. That's crazy. Like, uh, un- unbelievable, I think, actually. Um, and the game still is sitting at 2 million sold. So, like, I'm not sure if if the GameCube game now or the GameCube version now would still be the highest selling because I couldn't, I couldn't figure out if like the rest of the, what the breakdown was per console for the rest of that 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 you know rest of the two million but um and i don't know if that counts remix or not but i was just sitting there just like oh my god like they dude you put zelda in something and people go crazy for it i actually like didn't realize how ridiculous that actually was like that's one in 14 people that owned a gamecube bought this game probably just for link yeah it's kind of the power of nintendo's you know marketing and character and brand everything you know like it even makes me think of when they had their own their own like playstation super smash brothers and it was like nah you know (laughs) like these characters are okay and then like when you think of uh the concept of like what would microsoft's even be it's like what characters would you get that excited about you know so yeah nintendo is just like that you just see how well they've gotten their characters like made the fans affectionate for their characters yeah so i i just wanted to kind of 
lay that backstory context there for everybody listening to kind of realize how this happened and how impressive it was and uh just kind of appreciate that you know this link made such a difference in there um and and yeah i want to talk about the story a little bit to try and figure out what the hell is going on i want to get into the weapons (laughs) and then i want to just talk about like the game in general because i've been playing it all day and like it's uh it's rocking i actually i remember not liking it a whole lot back in the day but i'm having a great time today but man going through this story dude like do you have any idea what's going on there's like absolutely not oh boy (laughs) i know (laughs) i know it's like a a never-ending tale of swords and souls (laughs) the heart burns eternally you know i don't i don't know what they're talking about i've played i've played the story mode on or whatever on multiple games and yeah it doesn't really make sense (laughs) like not at all i was kind of I was playing today and like they kind of give you when you're in arcade mode or whatever, you go through and you can read like little backstory before each fight. And it's actually like super, super awesome because it's like super old school and like arcadey. But I'm reading here and it's like the ancient, the soul edge is, is being sought after for millennia. And they're giving you character names, but they don't match the fighters names, but they these characters. Are oh, you're talking about in Wep- Weapon Master? Is that what it is? Or Yeah, in Weapon Master. Yeah. Yeah, so what so like okay. So I I do know this. Um and there's there's like a mode where you can like go in and look at the character on their stage, right? And it tells you about them. Did you see that? Right. Yes. So like there's the arcade mode and like every character has backstory that you can find as to like why they're in the game and they even have like a special little cutscene before your like final battle with like a specific character. And they're supposed, I think there's backstory to that. And then after you, you know, beat the arcade mode, it's like, then Link goes home or whatever. And there's that story. Yeah, he goes back to Hyrule. Right. And then Weapon Master is like its own separate story. That's like, they just use the characters as like, you know, like they're, they're making up all these fictional characters and then the, it, the it's characters... It's kind of like how Smash Bros. did World of Light, actually, where like you yes. have <laughs> a, a character representing a spirit. Yeah, except in this, yeah, they like wrote a little story for it, which is kind of goofy, but I it was I didn't do all of it when I played it again, but it's it's kind of neat that they just like, I don't know, they, they hadn't fully thought of like how you do a story mode in a fighting game. I don't think they've really... I think it's only recently that they've kind of started to like have good story modes in fighting games from what I understand. Al, I wonder if you would be good enough to read us the story synopsis for Soul Calibur 2 that I pulled (laughs) off. Let's see if you can make any sense of that. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Put me on the spot. I'm going to tumble all over these words, but we'll, we'll try. So what Andy has here is the soul edge was an ancient cursed sword in the soul Calibur series. Many warriors set out to destroy the sword, but almost none prevailed. The sword began to control an evil wizard who was defeated by Link. To prevent this from happening again, Link set out to destroy it. He managed to destroy a fragment of the sword, ending the evil that threatened Hyrule. This is the strongest and most dominating sword Link has ever encountered. Soul Edge has been wielded by many. The (laughs) male Soul Edge is wielded by nine. I didn't even know they had, like, okay, never mind. The male Soul Edge is wielded by Nightmare, and the female version is wielded by Cervantes. 
Link can buy this weapon for 7,800 gold in the castle <laughs> shop. Is this shop. story? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that this story anymore. All right, so what? we got male and female versions of the Soul Edge here. Yeah, like, that's strange. And isn't there, I think there's a, is there a Soul Caliber, right? Isn't that one of the swords? I, I, thought, I thought it was Soul Edge and Soul Caliber. I thought those were yeah. the two swords. I, that's oh, not, boy. yeah, that's not what has, I like all the characters and like, I love that opening cutscene in the game, but like, I don't actually, I've never done more than just like, all right, let's fight, you know? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, this, the story is absolute nonsense, but it, it it's kind of charming to me, especially when you're in like weapon mode, just cause it's like, it's just so old timey arcadey, you know, even like the presentation where like, you can just, it says like press start to skip over like every cutscene. It just reminds me of playing an arcade game at home. So I, I kind of love it, but it is like just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it's always but... got like the announcer voice and yes, everyone's and, like, got their cheesy own like lines. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. got their own can yeah. dialogue except for link. Who's just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, awesome. <laughs> you know what this game does really well though, actually is incorporates all of links weaponry into um his persona so like soul caliber is like a very weapons based fighter in general and like link really makes perfect sense for that because he has such um a wicked arsenal so in his standard moveset you start off with like the master sword and you have your shield and stuff but you can also whip out like your boomerang you can throw bombs you can whip out your bow uh i actually uh, like i kind of forgot how much link had in his arsenal in this game until I started messing around with him today. Yeah. That's one thing I, I loved about the game for every character really was like, I just liked collecting and like looking and like just looking at all their weapons. Cause it, I liked all the variants and designs for them. It's really cool. Uh, you know what I, I never noticed too, is that you can do like C stick to, to buff, to bust out like the bow or like the boomerang. It's almost smash esque. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, which so, I, I simplifies things because it's it's more like a, there's a lot of combos and stuff in the game, which I, I've i never really gotten super into. I just can't... Like, I know, yeah. I know, okay, like, hitting this button in this direction will kind of do this kind of move. Like, I've, I've gotten pretty decent at it as someone who doesn't, like, learn combos in fighting games, but, like... Yeah, like those especially. Like, I'm glad those exist. Otherwise, I would probably never throw a bomb or shoot an arrow. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. You can do his his um his down spike move from Super Smash Bros. Too. I thought that that was pretty cool. You mean from Zelda Two, <laughs> the adventure? That, that is what I mean. <laughs> the adventure of Link. But yeah, I, I I love that. I do that all the time. Um. So he actually has like a pretty cool like assortment of other swords and stuff that you can buy. And I want to run through them really quickly. And I got to play with every one of them today, except for the last three. So um, you can, you can start off and get the razor sword from Majora's mask, which actually looks like super, super cool. And like all of these different weapons, I think have like really cool properties with them. So like when you get the razor sword, it's more powerful, but like it wears down and you can't guard at all. So, like, I thought that that was pretty cool. Um, and you can get, uh, like, the Armo series. And what what game is that even from? That's from A Link to the Past, it must be, right? No, it's not It's not really from a game. It's it's just sort of like... Uh, it looks like know. the Armos from Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it kind of takes its uh, design cues from okay, that. Okay. 
It's cool um, though. It looks cool. This, yeah, it looks cool. It looks like it's about to break, actually. And yeah. This one is really heavy, and you can't guard very well with it. Yeah, I, I don't really use that one. <laughs> this is the one that I've been using probably the most today. Is the Megaton Hammer, which is like this badass <laughs> close combat weapon. Like, um, you you don't have any reach with it at all. But when you get to someone, it's like game over because this thing is so powerful. I, this has been my go-to as I've been playing with Link. Okay. Uh, I I do. That being said, I do definitely have a hard time with like ranged people, like Ivy. Oh. Or that who's yeah. that dude with the pole? Keely. Keely. Yeah. He, I I play as that ass. dude too. He he's pretty sick. My brother Andy always played as Keely. Uh, I I used to play as him uh, like back in the day. I used to play as him in, in Talim. Yes. I like Talim. Yep. Uh my my stepsister also got pretty into this game and that was her go-to character and we were pretty evenly matched. Um yeah. so it was one of those we got we both got a lot better at it because we would we would go head to head and I I would honestly I would get, I would lose a lot. So I got a lot better <laughs> just because of my stepsister playing as that character. Um, yeah, I always, uh, back in the day, I always used to play as Raphael, too, even though he seems like kind of a jerk. He's like mm. little, where you can just like, um, the forward sword thrust, you could kind of do like the one, two, three quick hits. I used to be pretty good at that back in the day. Haven't tried him out today yet, though. Yeah, he's one, I feel like he is one that I could never get a handle of. There's some of the guys who are just like a little too, like, flashy or whatever, like, uh, like Maxi with the nunchucks is also, I felt like a little bit like unwieldy to use so uh anyone who's like that who it's like they kind of go they kind of go to crazy town on you when you hit like a couple buttons i'm like what's going on here i can't figure this out (laughs) uh the dude with the pogo sword as well as i just like yoshimitsu yoshimitsu i think you know what that that's i want to bring up a point i think he's also in tekken i think I think he's a crossover character, which is kind of like why, like, Hihachi's is, like, less of a big get, you know? Because it's like, well, it, you know, this is not unprecedented. Yeah. yeah. But I, I Yoshimitsu is awesome. Like, I cannot play as him, but, like, I just love the stuff he says when he, like, gets in weird positions and he's like, repent! And he looks so scary. <laughs> like, yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, I, I want to run through all of the guest characters and, and just kind of okay. get your guys' takes on them because there's been some bangers in the Soul Calibur series. Oh yeah, um, really, really quick, just to round out the rest of Link's weaponry here, we've got. And I'm gonna butcher how I say this, so I'm sorry. We've got the cane of uh, Byrna. Is that, did I get that right? I can't. I always say cane of Burna, but I don't. You know, okay. Yeah. I don't. You know, know. What, Burna, Burna sounds fine. <laughs> so the cane of Burna, that's from a link to the past, and it's yes. not very powerful, but it kind of heals Link. So I I, I that do that one cool. a lot actually. Do you? Yeah, I like I like the healing for some reason, even though it's not. Well, if you get some hits in and stuff, it's pretty good. It can it can make a difference. That's usually my go to. Uh, I I used it earlier today and got like demolished by somebody. I should actually also preface this: this is the first time I played Soul Calibur two in like fifteen years at least. <laughs> so like I remember nothing. I'm not good at it, and uh, I'm I'm basically starting over from scratch. But um, yeah, I used it for a little bit and just got like wrecked. <laughs> so I pretty much switched right away to the mirror shield, which I actually think is like so cool that that is in here, and you can you know obviously as the name implies you can reflect attacks and like uh the only downfall is that link may lose his balance but uh, that never happened to me yet 
Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't have much experience with that one. Uh, I played a lot today with the Magic Sword and Magic Shield, which is supposed to, according to it, uh, penetrates defense but absorbs impact. So I don't, I don't know what that meant. I was like, I was rocking with the Magic Sword and Magic Shield. That's that's actually a pretty cool combo. If it if it maybe breaks defenses or something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last one, the one that I have on right now is you can get Begorn's sword. That's cool. And, uh, dude, this thing, this is like the opposite of the Megaton hammer. This thing like reaches across the whole screen. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm, I've got it equipped right now and I've, I was fighting Ivy and she wrecked me earlier because she's got these like dual whip things going on and man, I smoked her and it felt so good. Yeah. The reach is pretty key, but, uh, you get hurt by using it right so i usually don't do it yeah um i feel like like most of my soul caliber matches are like quick like if i can't beat them in 20 seconds i'm dead because i don't know how to guard like i just mm. i'm not very good at it so uh really quick to round out the rest of link's inventory here he can get the soul edge not sure which version of that he can get <laughs> the great fairy sword from majora's mask which is actually pretty cool yes um I, I don't really remember using that. Do you use that one at all? No, not not really. I like I, I didn't really go too much. Like I would usually like try each one when I got it. But then I think just like years ago and this I probably didn't know when I was picking back then. I just liked that it healed. I, I took that and stuck with it. And then now that's just what I do. Right. <laughs> Even though I haven't like considered it. Like now that I could probably figure out the mechanics a little bit more, so yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's just cool, like from you know to see it in the game. We've got our last ultimate weapon for Link, the bug catching net. <laughs> oh my I can't gosh. wait to unlock this bad boy today. <laughs> yeah, every character in the game has like a joke weapon where like. I think it makes like a funny noise even too. And I think that's links. I like, I don't think it's supposed to be very good from what I remember. Like some people have like a paddle or something, you know, like some goofy item. You know, I'm, I'm looking at links weaponry here and like, you know, just as a joke weapon, like the, the bug, like the bug net is so on point. I'm looking at like all of his weaponry and it's like, this is so well done. I think like the, they brought over kind of the, the same like strengths and weaknesses that all of his his weaponry had it all looks really awesome in the game i was like really actually impressed with like everything that link had to to put around him and he's also got some cool tunics and stuff in there too yeah you can tell they like you know they didn't half ass it for sure yeah um so yeah so i i was like really really impressed actually because i and we could just talk general soul caliber now, but like, um, back in the day, I remember that I bought it like strictly hundred percent because link was in it and I played it for a little bit and I was like, yeah, you know, this is okay, but I, I don't know that I like fighting games. And I think I just forgot over the years to the point where I was remembering soul caliber too, where I was like, ah, that wasn't really my kind of game. It wasn't all that fun, but I, I liked that link was in it, but man, playing it today, like it actually is a lot of fun. I was having a blast. Like I, when when you were just like, okay, let's start the podcast. I was like, yeah, hold on. I got to finish my, my weapon mode level. <laughs> yeah. It, awesome. The only thing that it's missing. Cause um, 
I, I have similar fights to you where it's like I can smoke certain characters in like 20 seconds or I'll get demolished. Um, the thing that's really missing now was I just didn't have anyone to play a multiplayer with because that was mm-hmm. what was uh... so fun was like challenging my brother or my stepsister and like, you know, us actually having I wouldn't say that much longer of fights, but, you know, slightly more there's slightly more going on there. And it's not just like, oh, I figured right. out the strategy to beat this computer. And then also you have the thing of like, okay, now I know they do this, so I have to like, like counter that. You know, that's this game is not that it like it has it does have a lot of modes actually. So I will say like it actually is a pretty good multiplayer game, and that's the only thing I was missing this time. I one hundred percent agree with that multiplayer thing because that's how I played it, and I um a lot of people know now like I have five thousand brothers so. <laughs> So we, we, not really, but, (laughs) um, we got this game because we really liked Smash Bros. Melee, so we got Soul Calibur because we realized it was another fighting game, and, uh, we just took turns, whoever was the winner got to keep going, but the loser had to give up their controller, and everybody had their own specific characters that they liked to rotate, their own combos, you could, you, like, you started to learn each other's combos. I personally really liked Shanwa. Um, I think that's how you say your name. And um, I, my brothers hated me because I knew all the best combos to, like, take them oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she has, like, the twirly sword, right? Yeah, she's got a pretty – I liked her yeah. and Raphael because they have such a good long reach. And um, so, yeah, that's how we played. And it was it was such a blast. So, like, I can imagine, Goo, that, like, I, I don't know how I'd feel about playing it by myself. That's just That's just how I played it was with my family. I mean, it definitely felt good to just get in there and like do some of the like combos of moves I would always do. And it just, you know, and just to wreck, wreck some computer players. And I did some <laughs> of the story mode again. So it like, you know, it just like, I have the muscle memory of like just doing the moves, which always feels good, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't compare to like, yeah, I hope we should play it together sometime. Actually, that would be pretty fun. That would be awesome. Yeah, it would be. And I think that was what was missing for me is because, like, I, I'm i thinking now, and, like, if I ever played it with anyone else, it was probably only for a match or two. Because, like, when me and my pals would get together, it was always we would just throw in Smash instead of, like, Soul Calibur or anything else. Or, like, even F-Zero I remember playing, but, like, not, not really Soul Calibur. So, like, I think that was maybe what was missing for me to, like, just remember it a little bit more fondly. But, uh, like, even playing solo today, like I said, like, I was having a really fun time with it. Um, and it's too bad that they don't have... Well, so they actually they actually do have Soul Calibur 2 online. Uh, it was released in, in 2013, it looks like, um, Soul Calibur 2 HD, but they don't have Link in the game, which is too right, bad. Right, because it's probably on PlayStation, right? Yeah. Or pro- yeah. probably Xbox also. I would still play yeah, it online. it was on I mean. both. Yeah, I, like Link is definitely the draw for me still all this time later. Um, but again, just because I I didn't get into like I didn't get into Soul Calibur as much. Like I I was having the most fun when I was like playing it, and I'm like, oh, this is from Zelda, and like they incorporated it this way. This is so cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. What what kept me with it was just like you you mentioned how it's a weapon based game and i just thought the different characters with the different designs but then also like the diverse array of like the types of weapons and i was like that that i always thought was so cool was like 
oh, this guy's got this weapon, this guy's got this weapon. Like, I, you know, there's, there's like, a samurai in this game. There's, like, I don't mm. know what Voldo is, but there's, like, a, a Voldo. <laughs> that dude is crazy. <laughs> he is crazy. Uh, so, yeah. If anybody... Come for the if link. remembers Soul Calibur for one thing, it's Voldo. <laughs> Come for the link, stay for the Voldo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was fighting nope. him today, and, God, he just whipped the heck out of me. Like, he, I fought him three times, and three times I didn't land a single hit. I'm, I'm actually, I'm so bad at this game. <laughs> this is fine. That pervert's taking you down. Yeah, I he's, think he's got was... some creepy energy. <laughs> yeah. I think that was kind of cool what you're talking about with the weapons and the like different designs because because we all had a certain couple of characters that we liked so much those were the characters we focused on but we were able to like really get a good variety for the whole game because we all like such different things like I I know uh, my brother Andy he likes to play as Keylake and Maxi I know that Shad liked to play as Voldo um, Tyler she usually copied me but my dad also liked to play as a Mitsurigi, and uh, I think Andy played a spawn sometimes too. But yeah, mm. we all just like, we all had our favorites, and therefore we all kind of got to experience the entirety of the game together. I was kind of like, at the time, kind of dumb, but because but, I wasn't a big fighting game person, but like, what stood out to me was that like it felt more diverse, whereas like, and this is incorrect, but at the time I was like, oh, all these other games, you're just like punching people, you know? But now, you know, mm. now I see the appeal of like Street Fighter. It's like everyone's got it's all these different types of, you know, martial arts and stuff like that. Like, I think that's cool, you know, and the, or like in Mortal Kombat, all the characters are like widely different genres of character, you know. So I see that now. But at the time, like I was just a dumb kid and I was like, well, you know, these guys got different weapons like that's way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm down with that, because um, like, I I grew up playing like Street Fighter, and uh, like that that to me was like the like the pinnacle of fighting games. But when I was at, what drew me to this actually was like that you can move around in 3D, like beyond Link. I was just like, how does this work? Like, how do you how do you <laughs> fight in 3D? I'd never played a 3D fighter game before. Yeah, I I, I like I like the 3D kind of fighting games like this and Tekken. I think are really cool um worth mentioning too actually so like each each console uh had their own specific character but i actually forgot about uh is it is it necrid is that his name yes yeah so necrid was created from todd mcfarlane who obviously created spawn and uh, he was like designed by todd mcfarlane specifically for this game too so like kind of a kind of a cool little tidbit there as well because um, I forgot that this dude wasn't just like your standard Soul Calibur guy until I saw him again. I was like, oh yeah, this guy. And he, yeah, he does kind of have a more distinct look too. But I also think yeah. that's you know we talked about why Hihachi is cool, but a little less cool. I think that's another reason why it's like Spawn. Spawn is obviously way more popular than Necrid or whatever. But it was like, okay, he's got a character in here, and I don't know. Spawn's now in like the new Mortal Kombat, so like. He's, you know, he's not a big get, I don't feel like. You can get him in a fighting game, no problem. Well, I mean, back then, I think, like, Spawn was kind of a cool deal, maybe. <laughs> I th- I, like, Link Link is definitely the biggest get, though, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm jealous actually... that we didn't get Link. I'm so jelly. 
<laughs> I want to run down the uh, the list of guest characters in the Soul Calibur franchise over the year. I want you guys to give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Tell me what you think. So obviously Link. Everybody loves Link. But um, I- I'm going to thumbs up Spawn for the Xbox version. If I had to pick a second version of Soul Calibur 2, it would be the Spawn version. Yeah, he was all right. We liked him. That's you, fair. Are you, thum- are you thumbs up in Spawn here or are you thumbs down in him? Um, it's... I'm. I think Spawn's okay, uh, so I I can't commit to a thumbs up. I'm just not. Yeah, not super into it. Okay, we're ripping this right from Virtual Theater, where we thumbs up <laughs> and thumbs down movies here. By the way, so I I have no idea if this is true at all. I'm looking at Soul Calibur Wiki, and according to Soul Calibur Wiki, they say this without a source, but if it's true, they say that Cloud Strife was originally meant to be the guest character in the PlayStation Two version, but the deal was canceled, so he was replaced by. Hey, Hachi. So that makes it even more deflating because Cloud <laughs> Strife would have been awesome. He would have been yeah, so that cool. Been cool. That, that's, yeah, that's a pretty wild choice. And that would have been like, because I remember it was always like, who is Link cooler or is Cloud cooler? You know? Like, yeah. That would have totally been a part of that war. <laughs> oh, that would have been so cool. I actually have no doubt that if it was Cloud and not Hey, Hachi, like the PlayStation 2 version would have, like, triple the GameCube version sales. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, it really just goes to show like how poor of a choice Heihachi was. And I feel bad burying <laughs> no. our boy Heihachi. Because <laughs> I was... Because like, I've never played Tekken. He seems, I don't know, kind of cool. He, but he is, he is cool. And I was going to say I would actually be more willing to thumbs him up than Spawn. But that's more like more as a personal choice, you know. But I, I do think not not necessarily a great choice if you're trying to like boost the game you know Hmm. it's too similar it's Um, it's not it's not a surprising crossover Uh, yeah it it, like that to me just feels like kind of necrid like you have a character that's like not exactly in your universe but like is kind of close enough to it where it's just like okay we're like link and spawn are like definitely not from this realm you know yeah and future games too like have that same theme where like Hayahachi doesn't um okay so give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down in soul caliber 3 you could have cosmos from the xenosaga series uh you could create her in like the create a soul caliber fighter section i am like i am so down for this i think cosmos is so cool i love xenosaga and i hope that she is the next character in smash so, like oh when i saw this when i saw that it like I was kind of tempted to get it, actually, but then I was like, eh, I don't know if I liked it enough, and it's only on PlayStation, so pass. And it wasn't it wasn't the character, it was just, like, you could get the, um, like, you, yeah, outfits. Yeah, you could, like, yeah, you could create an exact replica of her, um, but, like, you, it okay. wasn't, like, the character proper, is, is what I'm seeing here. Okay, that's neat. I'm down with Cosmos. Um, do you get, do you guys ever play Tales of Symphonia? No, no. All right. So in Soul Calibur Legends, uh, which is the fifth one, maybe um, in Soul Calibur Legends, uh, Lloyd Irving, the lead character from Tales of Symphonia, is in that game, and I'll give that a thumbs down from all of us because Lloyd sucked. I don't know how he was in <laughs> in this game, but uh, that's pretty lame. I think Legends Soul was Calibur... like a crappy Wii one too, so I don't know. Oh, was it? If there's oh. one of them that was just like a Wii exclusive, I think, and I think it was hot garbage. Yeah, that you know what, Lloyd Irving, 
probably is in the hot garbage soul caliber i could totally see that <laughs> um, this one sounds pretty cool though in soul caliber uh four they've got darth vader yoda and uh, the dude from the force unleashed that's pretty awesome i think mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's pretty really cool ever, yeah you have a little ever, tiny yoda play as him? i have no idea what either of you just said <laughs> <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> did did you ever play as Yoda or, or Vader? I didn't. I didn't play that one, but I would totally would have played as Yoda. Heck yeah, Yoda's a BA. <laughs> yeah, I played a little bit of of Yoda, which is kind of funny. Um, yeah, that's pretty sweet. And I think I think they sp- that was like kind of a cool one because they split it between like PlayStation and Xbox. Like one had Yoda, one had Vader, so that was kind of cool. All right, so taking a look here, uh, Soul Calibur Broken Destiny. I don't know what that is, but that had Kratos from God of War, so that's like that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, Ezio Auditore from Assassin's Creed was in Soul Calibur Five. That I, that seems like a match made in heaven to me. Yeah, that's a good fit. That's cool. Um, Igu, some guy from Tekken named Devil Jin was in there. Okay. You know, do you know Devil Jin? Does this ring a bell to you? Uh yeah, not not a not one I'm as like uh invested in, but um okay, yeah, okay. okay. That guy sounds pretty lame. Uh Soul Calibur 6, <laughs> although it has some pretty cool fighters in it, uh, Geralt of Rivia. Yeah. Ooh. That's a great. That's a great fit. Yeah. That'd be fun. That's a good fit. Um 2B, which is from near uh uh, I've never played that game, so I'm not really sure what the hype is about that at all. That but, that is uh, a pretty hype game, though. A lot of people love that a lot. So I'd say that's and, a good that's a good pick. Yeah, I agree. Some other dude from some like Samurai Showdown. So oh, okay. This series this series has like a ton of cool like guest characters in it. I can't think of another fighting series that kind of does the same thing as that. Uh, I would say Mortal Kombat does now. They have like crazy crossovers now with like they have like like right now you could play the new Mortal Kombat and have the Terminator fight Robocop, you know, like that's that's nuts to me. Oh, man. Or like what they have like they've had like Jason and Predator and Freddy. It's just like they they do like all these crazy characters now. So that's that's and but I feel like that's more. They've probably they've probably had that before, but I feel like that's more of a modern thing. I feel like Soul Calibur has been the like they were like the torchbearers for a long time of cool crossover characters. Yeah, no kidding. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Terminator. Holy. Yeah, to yeah, you got to check those out. There's there's some really wild ones in there. Um okay, so I wanted to talk soul caliber today just because like uh i actually just like recently rebought it i've been rebuilding my gamecube collection so it just I, it's it's one of those things that i always forget happened you know what i mean like i always forget that that link was in soul caliber <laughs> so before we get out of here any any parting last memories that you want to share about uh link and soul caliber 2 before we probably never talk about it again and forget that it happened oh <laughs> yeah that is kind of sad all I can say is that the next time I see you guys, we better have this game around so that I can play it and I could fulfill my 17-year-long dream to play Link and Soul Calibur 2. Yeah, we'll definitely have a GameCube set up next time we're together with that going. Um, 
I you know I actually have a kind of a fond memory of it because I that's not a game I've forgotten as much because like I said I've kind of played some of the other ones but also like I have a very fond memory of being on tour and stopping at a house that had it and people were just like oh yeah Soul Calibur I remember that game kind of like you were Andy like oh yeah that's cool that's cool like let's play some and then like me in my head I was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I and I'm like I said I'm not really I'm not good at this game and I'm not good at fighting games but I just have some experience with it compared to like you know just some you know people I'm you know at this show with you know and I whooped everyone's butt and it felt so good <laughs> like for once in my life to feel like I was better at some people than games you know I was just like yeah all right uh, you know what? I'll sit this one out. I'll I'll let you guys have some fun. You know. <laughs> well, we can't end on a better note than that, uh, guys. I've enjoyed talking Soul Calibur two, and I'm gonna try and and keep it alive. And maybe it's just me that I always forget that this happened, but uh, I'm having a good time playing it today, and I had a good time talking about it. Before we get out of here, I want to remind everybody again next Sunday. Uh, it's going to be me, it's going to be Allison, it's going to be Mossies. We are probably going to be going to war doing a retrospective <laughs> of The Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. That's going to be streaming live over on Zelda Dungeons Twitch on Sunday and then released as usual on Podbean and everything like that on Monday. But uh, if you're able, come and hang out with us live. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the other two really like that game, and let's just say that my recent playthrough of it wasn't my favorite <laughs> experience in The Legend of Zelda series. And, of course, the big one, June the 20th, we're going to be raising some money for uh, for good causes. Uh, we're going to be raising money for for social justice and uh, and all the black community out there that uh, that could use, um, you know, our help. Uh, so we want to be we want to encourage everybody to check that out. We're going to be ranking Zelda. Uh, we're going to pop that bubbly. We're going to have a great time and we're going to yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go all night i don't know about you guys but i i'm gonna rank every series that nintendo's ever made until people stop donating money and i can't wait <laughs> let's do it i'm so excited yeah i'm stoked yeah, this this is gonna be uh, a, a good time and again a hundred percent of every penny raised is gonna be donated to black lives matter to help the cause so i'm really hoping that everyone is going to contribute and uh, have fun with us so um you know it's gonna be for a good ta- good cause and it's gonna be a heck of a lot of fun. So we're going to end with that for today um, and get out of here. Goo, thank you for, for joining on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a lot of fun. Anytime. Of course, you can check us out over on uh, Virtual Theater Podcast, uh, talking about video game movies and the stories that shape them. That is at Virtual Theater X. Allison, I'm sure that we will talk very soon about all the stream work that we have to do, but it's going to be so worth it uh, to get that going. Um, if you if you didn't get a chance to check out Allison's stream, uh, Allison, can you go over to your Twitch and uh, and check out the that retroactively at all? Yeah, it's got um, it's got a, a previous broadcast uh, going right now for the next two weeks. I um, am probably going to highlight it, so yeah, it can definitely be viewed with retroactively. There's a lot of good highlights in there. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good highlights, um, including Allison trying for like three hours to make uh, a certain type of mount appear in Breath of the Wild, which 
Did he ever? Did he ever show up? Oh, oh gosh. Okay, don't even get me started. <laughs> okay, let's not go there. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> All right, guys, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, thank you for listening to the Champions Cast. Of course, we want you to uh, like and subscribe over on Podbean and iTunes and Spotify and wherever you get your podcast. Tell a Zelda fan in your life where they can get their Zelda fix and uh, give the show five stars if you think that we have earned that review. Um, you can check us out on Twitter. We are at, or I am at, rather, Spateri316. Allison is at Allison Aletha, and Gooey is at Gooey Fame. Until next week, guys, when we see you live over on Twitch. Bye. See you then. Bye.